And yes, back at it, we are talking reparenting with clinical psychologist and UJ lecturer, Annelesi Swana. What is reparenting? Um, let me rather start by saying this forms part of what we call um, psychodynamics. Oh. And psychodynamics, what it means is, is a study of relationship and interactions and attachments. Mm. I probably want to start off by um, one of the quotes from um, Sigmund Freud, which is the father of psychology. Um, he says, the child is brought up to know its social duties by means of a system of love, rewards and punishments. And in this way, it is taught that its security in life depends on its parents mm. and subsequently other people loving it and being able to believe in its love for them. Mm. So basically what it means is that um, there's has to be a caregiver or a parent in our context. It could be a mother or it could be anyone. And in the context of South Africa or as African people, a caregiver could be anyone, could be the aunt, could be the grandmother and that. So what happens in the life of a child, for an example, it's the, the sense that every child needs internal security, needs love, needs energies that come from a caregiver. And in the context where that has been absent for the longest time, the, the, the essence of it, eventually you may get a child who has insecure attachment style. Mm. And what do I mean by that? Difficulties of trusting relationships mm. and relating with other people. At the same time, that child, the likelihood is that they may feel um, vulnerable um, to harm and it basically their sense of environment is unsafe and unhealthy. Mm. So basically then now later in life, that child potentially, they may be in a situation where they may need to give those energies that they were never given and that then could be that simply giving yourself and reparenting yourself is incapacitating yourself with those skills that mm. as a child you never had. And, mm. and most of the time of these things are very unconscious. Hence, the, the idea of psychodynamics is that if those relationships were destabilized when you were younger, mm. the potential um, later is that you may develop maladaptive ways. And so as a therapist, what you do when someone goes for therapy, we're just talking about Kulichan about that, um, about men who come to therapy and mm. just generally, so what a therapist does, you become more like a mother um, or a container. Just have an imagination of a mother holding a child gently. Mm. And all that you do, you're trying to give the patient or the client a corrective emotional experience. Mm. And what do I mean by a corrective emotional experience? That it is safe to not want to reparent yourself. It is safe to allow yourself to be in the hands of someone that would give those energies and what you missed. Um, and it's most of the time, all of, as I said, most of these things are unconscious. But what the therapist does, gently it is to bring that with sits on an unconscious level mm. and bring it simply into the conscious level. In all essence, to bring the sense of love, security, and attachment. Mm. Hence, it relates to the quote that I had earlier. So where does this concept of, you know, we usually date 
<laughs> one of our parents mm. come from in the sense that, and I know many women who know that the challenges in their relationships are based off of their daddy issues, for example. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. a lot of men supposedly, maybe Kuli can verify, they <laughs> subconsciously or unconsciously try to date the nurturing side of their mothers. Where does that fit into this re-parenting? Are we trying to get our partners to re-parent us in some other kind of way? Uh, not entirely, but I, I would want to argue and say, you relate with what you know. Mm. Um, most of the times, you attract what you are. Mm. Um, and so, if the, the chances mm. are you've had an absent father or an absent mother, Later in life, because it's so deeply um, entrenched in your psyche, mm. potentially is that you, you would want an absent man because having that sense of someone who's around mm. may be suffocating mm, for you. Mm. And because it's a male, um, it's, there's what we call in, in therapy transference. Uh, transference is what um, you what the client feels that the, per the therapist pro um, projects to, to them. So if I, as a therapist, I act in particular ways that remind the client of a particular experience, there may be a clash in that therapeutic space. And so just in layman's term, if you again had um, an abusive parent or an insecure attachment style, the likelihood is that you would not want to be with people with attachment styles that are very intact. Because mm -hmm. they trigger something in you that becomes very hard um, to deal with. So, it, I mean, yo, this is so deep. Yeah, the part like, that you said, of course, about you attract who you are. So somehow you're projecting and attracting certain behaviors. But I'm curious, would your assessment as a psychologist be that generally as South Africans, our understandings of interrelations are toxic? <laughs> Maybe it tries. It goes to what we call intergenerational trauma. Um, I would be tempted. I would not entirely convinced to say that, but there are traces that trace back in our early childhood experiences, and, and most of the things that we we get to do and get involved in, they do not happen in isolation to context. And so I like to highlight the fact that. Context plays a very huge role in all of these interactions and in how we understand um, recurring traumas. And some, for instance, in some families, the issue of love, the issue of connection, and that may not have been existing for long for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to realize that later in life, that trend and pattern becomes part of that family. Mm. Mm. Kuli, you look like you're having such a <laughs> moment. <laughs> And I got some issues, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about like, uh, you know, love and relationships and couples. Mm. Do you think that like, especially in that honeymoon phase, do you think that couples need to see therapists on a regular, especially right in the beginning of that relationship? Or just like it should that be like a habit or culture to to have a therapist mm. to kind of I don't know if you get my my question. Um, my 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 take to that um, yeah. in the beginning of a relationship we were much more into infatuation 
this sense of living in this ideal and unreal life that we are meant to be with each other and everything is so cool and lovely however when we begin to realize that Kuli is this person yeah we then start to see the reality of who i'm dealing with mm. and, and most of the time you don't want to go there yeah. because the likelihood i might lose you when you begin to see the lion in me because we have the lion and the lamb and most of the time during the the first lays of the relationship we we tend to be lambs mm. and then when you then realize that yo this is the person i'm dealing with then things start to get real and mufasa shows up yo we're going to we're going to unpack this a bit further 0681999999 for your whatsapps and give us a call 0891103377 speaking to clinical psy- uh, psychologist anele siswana about the concept of reparenting how do you recognize that your emotional mental or your inner child self is not the same age as you <laughs> that's a very difficult one um, without th- without other people telling you your child is your immature let me rather say most of the times we we come into relationship because of different needs and different reasons and so if i want as a, as a, as a psychological need mm-hmm. someone to be there for me to take care of me and all of that mm-hmm. um, more like being dependent on mm. your partner it, it it may be one of those things that may be tracked back into your childhood mm. as to what about your childhood that has informed your understanding and how you see yourself and what you're requesting from the other person mm. yes in a relationship there are things that we may request that we may want as a psychological need but if within you you have been reconciled mm. and actually try to understand yourself it is becoming it becomes a problem because Kuli comes with his um his own stuff you come with your own stuff and so if there is no synergy and energy within the two of you in terms of those needs the likelihood is that our relationship can work for the good or for the work for the be- for the worse mm. Kuli did you hear how he said you and I um oh, yeah figuratively yeah, <laughs> but manga on twitter says your topic is so eye opening Every decision we make as adults is connected to our childhood. Mm. Yeah, our childhood plays a huge um way of how we see and relate with the world. Mm. Um so and, and and check when you are a child most of the things you you pick them consciously and unconsciously. Mm. And so within those early formative years what you then become is a product of those circumstances. For instance if one has had very hard um experiences especially that relate to childhood that could influence their personality style mm-hmm. and that influence the way they see and interact with the world and people around them mm. so th- there's a huge huge um aspect of our early formative years of of growing up help us to give us the it's more like the, it gives you a lens of how to approach situations, mm-hmm. relationships and understanding yourself and those around you and with you in the moment. Mm. I I have a question. You you've touched on it a little bit, but I would like you to expand on whether you can relearn or unlearn these habitual things that obviously you 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 suffered from or whatever traumas you may suffered from as a child that have shaped the person that you have become if you are aware of them can you re unlearn or relearn how mm, to yeah. you know navigate mm, the mm, world mm. in a different way yeah it's highly possible especially when you're open to the process of 
engaging with the learning and unlearning because some of the behaviors are a pattern that we can unlearn. So, and one of the, it's only sometimes a, a, a therapist that can do an amazing job. One, to bring out those maladaptive behaviors, those things that are not working out for you. We try to work around as to the understanding the root cause of those things because you cannot unlearn something if you don't understand the cause mm. and what are the factors that could have influenced the way that one presents. So ideally, um, what a therapist does, it uproots it disrupts those kind of problematic ways of how you've always interacted. Mm. And so at the same time, after the therapy, it is you, the patient or the client, that then execute those kind of behaviors. Mm. So if you are um, an, um, an emotional eater, chances are later in life, you may need to understand what causes that mm. and then work around that as to how to rethink or rework that, it is disciplining yourself mm, that yeah. when I have an emotional problem, I need to deal with it. And if I cannot deal with it, I take that to my psychologist because I can project my feelings to different things and to use certain things could be substances to ease up my emotional pain. Mm. But once you are aware, a therapist can help you on how mm. to navigate that. And sometimes people around us can help us and inform our ways and our behavior. Actually asking for, for, uh, for, for feedback, like, you know that I've been smoking mm. um, and uh, I've been attempting to stop. Mm. Um, what Rebekah can then do to give you, I can see that you're trying hard. Mm. Continue doing that which is helpful for you. Jeez. So those with you and those around you can inform how you change and modify some of your behaviors. Mm. Um, for, for the person that's listening that doesn't have access to a therapist or a psychologist, mm. we know our healthcare systems in the country are not, you know, to par. <laughs> to that person that's listening, how can they, as an individual, access those subconscious levels on their own? What are the questions that they need to ask themselves so they can find a way to navigate whatever challenges that they're facing in the process of reparenting? One, I would recommend self-help books mm. um, or self-help material, understanding that aspect which you want to grow in. And, and. But at the same time, um, it takes a lot of maturity yeah. and self-understanding to pull those things that are a problem to yourself. To work around and ask yourself difficult questions. Number one, who am I? Mm -hmm. Why do I want this? Um, what could have been the factors that have led me to be the person that I am today? And from that point, you can start punctuating of thinking, what are the possible ways? And let's bear in mind that not only therapists can help you. It is, there are pastors, there are, there are people who may not necessarily be trained um, as therapists with our sophisticated skills. But as I've said, that they can give you feedback as to how are you starting to execute those kind of behaviors. Your partner could be one that you can use um, to actually say, um, I'm trying to change this habit. May I ask you to be one that holds me accountable mm. to my decisions, to how I behave and in how I interact with you and with other people.
Yeah, so many questions. Yeah. Um, we're still with clinical psychologist Anele Siswana in studio. 089-110-3377. WhatsApp 0681-999999. When we come back, we continue with this conversation. Conflict resolution on a Wednesday. Cooley Channel, the Motswaka originator, co-host on The Breakfast Show. Kicking it with my girl, Rele Buhile Mabocha. Still on the topic of conflict resolution so you know i have a lot of empathy for our creatives mm-hmm. uh, you know and um the creative mind is so susceptible to depression and anxiety we've lost a lot of the good ones over the past couple of years Anele. and mm-hmm. you know and how how what do you say like i'm i'm trying to imagine you soaking in everybody's problems mm-hmm. what do you what do you say to to the creatives and how you know how how do we how do we how do we save them from depression and anxiety and how do we keep them motivated and you know um from the experience i have of working with some creatives or celebrities i've always um noted the issue of internal locus of control and external locus of control. Mm. That so celebrities are expected to be extroverts, um, to be out there, to be doing the things to be done and, and all of that. And that exertion of energies outside can be quite exhausting. It is. Um, because like you're I, giving off yourself I, all the time and people expect you to be this person who is so intact. However, internal locus of control actually says, I've got this under control for myself. I don't actually need energies from other people but I, I can take that as a feedback but it's not entirely what i need to focus on at the same time these kind of external pressures that you expected to be this person you're expected to be a performer yeah. maybe it, it's good enough to be a performer for the longest day mm. however when you get home like you I've lost touch with myself. And because you're constantly in gigs and in all of that, you have less time to re-energize and to connect with yourself. Mm -hmm. And so these pressures again come with the pressure of having to keep up that Kulichan has arrived. So be relevant. Keep up with the consistency that the public wants. Mm -hmm. So now you are caught up between your internal conflict that you actually know that my life is really not in order. Then outside, people want you to be in order. And so that constant interaction, if it's not managed well, potentially, and chances are, you will get depressed. Um, You will be susceptible to other forms of uh, mental illnesses like anxiety, panic panic attacks, and all of these other things, especially if you do not have a therapist or someone that you work with. And those ones that I'm currently working with who are creatives, artists in that, they see the value of therapy because it is a space where you become vulnerable. It is a space where you become you. And that's the value yeah. of being um, in therapy because a therapist does not judge you, does not expect the performer outside, but helps you to have that sense which you trust yourself enough, you feel secured enough, whether a, a, a fan may bash on you on that or that, but your own internal sense of self and being self-secure gives you a mental state where the quality of your life is not reliant on outside affirmation, but the quality of your life is derived from the meaning you derive from the work that you do, which is that what you, you love, that the first thing that you think of, Kuli, is 
Manjo. You know, Yo. in- interestingly enough, the name of the song is called Don't Judge Me by Janelle Monae. In one of the lyrics, she says, I'm worried that you like a version of me that you think I am, or mm. that you love a version of me that you mm. think I am, and that you don't love me. So in closing, how can people get in touch with you um, if they would like to consult? I am based at Ubuntu Family Health Center in mm-hmm. Grayston, um, Sentin, and um, on Instagram, um, Anele underscore, Anele S underscore, Indigo, Mm-hmm. And on Facebook and on Twitter at Analysis One Hundred One. Um, so, if you need my details, we can give you my um, office number, where you can actually call the office to sure. um, to make an appointment. The lady is Cindy on zero one zero eight double two three one five one zero zero one eight double two three one five one and WhatsApp. Zero seven two zero four eight six three six one. We will post these details on social media for thank those you. that have missed them. Anele, thank you so so much for chatting to us. I think you've opened a lot of our eyes, and maybe some people were listening that now are like, "Yo, I need therapy." Great. Kuli, are you one of them? You, let me just say, man, to all my brothers and sisters, creatives, musicians, you know, uh, this is the brother you need to go see. Anele Siswana. Whenever you, and I think let's make that a habit to just you know go see a therapist. Just make that a part of our culture and habit, right? And but Anele, yo, I got this new song that's dropping this Friday. Mm. Our lives are about to change. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Pl- yeah. I, I hate to burst your bubble. Mm-hmm. This song, ne, that that we are playing. Oh. Actually, it's dropping this afternoon on Metro FM. Oh, yeah. On the Metro FM drive. It's done. <laughs> it's oh, done. yes. It's dropping this afternoon with Mo Flavor. Oh, my Achu. God. Yo, shout out to Casper. Thank you for jumping on the joint. Brian, Ngozi. I think we got a smash. We definitely have a smash. We will offline why you're saying yeah. Maybe the song is about emotional triggers. Yeah. Kulichana, I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much for coming. It was Thank just you. such an awesome time. I know our Robala. Yo. <laughs> Yo, but it was worth it. Anele, I'm going to come see you. <laughs> Your Twitter details, where can we find Yo, you? Yo, hit me up on at Kulichana. Check out my uh, Instagram, Kulichana01, Facebook, Kulichana. Uh, fan page and yo everybody all the fans that have been showing me love I'm talking about the old ones and the new ones I love you and I appreciate you with all my heart please don't go away for too long again never we thank you Kulichana our guest host for today